0: right now we're previewing the national football league, still a couple more games to go that we haven't hit on yet. Let's go to Colts Raiders, which I think is going to be like the hardest game to break down because both teams right now, a disaster. The Raiders today shut down Hunter Renfro for the rest of the season. No Darren Waller, you know, Devontae Adams, you never know what he's going to, what you're going to get. He's either going to be targeted 15 times, or he's going to get four targets for one reception. Josh Jacobs has been a fun story. Defensively. They've been a mess. Then you have the Colts who, uh, Fire Frank Reich. They hire Jeff Saturday straight out of ESPN. They have a 30-year-old offensive coordinator. People
2: are mad at me because I made fun of Jeff Saturday's press conference today where he said, am I going to be a good coach? I have no idea. And I was like, this man is outrageous. And people said I was the hater.
0: People made fun of you? (laughs) Yes. Oh, my God! Wow. They're like, well, I, I don't think he said anything wrong. May, I mean, maybe he'll be better than Frank Reich. I don't think so. But I do know that it's probably going to be a feeling-it-out process, an adjustment, adjustment to make at least. So I'm going to take the Raiders, actually, uh, is three-point favorites in the first half. The Colts in the first half of these games, 0-9 against the first half spread this season. They've lost 11 straight games in the first half if wow. you go back to last year, dude. So I just think... That's a trend that I actually care about. They're just not a good first half team, and now they have a new head coach, a thirty-year-old
1: that's like never he's called that. the worst. plays.
2: They're, they're 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 the worst.
1: Yeah,
0: and I think.
2: Do you oh, guys, do you guys and have nine. I oh, like that. Yeah, that's oh. my that's my play as well.
1: There's no way you can take the Colts. None. No way. Zero. If people haven't, I highly encourage you to go listen to Joe Thomas. Was on Good Morning yes. Football this morning. Did you hear that? Yes, he did. He just absolutely that was awesome. it was unbelievable. He, he tells said. the story of like a life of an. NFL coach and he had one of his former coaches with the Browns lived across the street from him and the coach would only see his kids once or twice a week for like an hour. That's it. That's how much of a time commitment. and Really an NFL quickly coach though, is.
2: really quickly. I don't mean to take us off on the side road. The thing that I also thought about that is like, do you actually need To do it that much, like, do you really need to have that much commitment to the team where you can only see your kids an hour?
1: Yeah, like I don't know that I don't know that that you do. I don't know, but most of them do it. They're married to the job. Jeff Saturday's been sitting in ESPN all season, likely been bashing the Colts all year, and now you got to tell those guys in that locker room that they got to rally around him, that they got to go out there and play for him. When there have been plenty of guys in that building who probably deserve that job, I I just, I don't know. And here's the thing about the Raiders too. They've blown three 17-point leads this season. They very easily can get up 17 or more in this game. And the Colts just don't have the firepower to come back. So that's the thing. If the Raiders just get up, they build a lead, the Colts aren't coming back on them. I, I can't take the Colts in this spot. It's Raiders or pass. I like your guys' first half look a lot. I think that's a great play as well. but. Just with the Jeff Saturday news, how can you back the Colts right now? Yeah, man. I mean, that's a disgusting They're clearly game. They're trying to tank. It, I mean, that's the only reason you bring him in.
0: Yeah, and I don't want to take Raiders full game because I could see McDaniels getting canned too. He's already had all these meetings with the general manager there. It was a mess, obviously, in Denver. He screwed over the Colts. I mean, how great of a play caller was he? He had Tom Brady, I mean, for the major- obviously for all of those years except for the last couple, and then he had Cam Newton. That offense was a disaster. Mac Jones last year he did some good work with, but... Yeah, man, I uh, I want no piece of that mm-hmm. game, full game. I'm good on that. What about, okay, so Cowboys-Packers. Uh, this is a terrible matchup for Green Bay. I haven't bet this yet only because I'm hoping to get a six. It's at four and a half. No I might chance. not get that You're six. You're not going to get it. So I'm just going to play it tonight. I'm just going to go with the fact that Aaron Rodgers in 121 home games at Lambeau has never been this big of an underdog. This team is terrible. He deserves to be this big of an underdog. I don't know how they get it done, to be honest, unless they force some turnovers. Eric Stokes out for the season. Rashawn Gary. Out for the season. Alan Lazard playing with one arm. Romeo Dobbs out for the next four (laughs) weeks. I wish I could tell you how they win this game. I don't know. I just know that Aaron Rodgers is a spiteful person. When I bet him to win MVP two years ago, it was literally only because they drafted Jordan Love, and I knew that would piss him off, and he changed his mechanics. He went back. He watched a bunch of film. I know he wants to beat Mike McCarthy. I know he's saying the right things in these press conferences. We talk still all the time. I miss the big guy. He doesn't. He doesn't miss him. Mike McCarthy doesn't miss Aaron Rodgers. They were so sick of each other. They're both going to want to beat the hell out of each other. But I mean, if you're using that narrative, McCarthy deserves this one, man, the way that they canned him that season. They didn't even let him finish out the year. And then they have one of his better friends, Joe Philbin, become the interim head coach. You've heard it in the locker room from all the Dallas players. They want to curb stomp Green Bay and win this one for McCarthy. They love that guy. But I'm going to take Green Bay and Rodgers one last time this year,
1: at least with the points
2: let's matchup down. no i
1: completely agree i love green bay in this spot rogers five and one against the spread as a home underdog he hasn't been in this spot much but when he has been he's been great like you said biggest underdog of his career at home that means something to him you know when they went on the road and played buffalo that was the biggest underdog he's been in his career they covered that one right close to the number lost by 10 and 11 and a half but I just, This is it. Green Bay, they're playing for their season. They have to win this game. They're going to leave everything out on the line. It's going to be a really good game. Both teams are going to give it their all. Dallas is coming off a bye. Dak's going to be more healthy. Dallas defense should get after that O-line, but like you said, Ryan, I don't know how it's going to happen. Much like when we took the Colts against the Chiefs, and this has a similar feel like it was an ugly pick going in. A lot of the times, though, I tell people the best bets to make are the ones that make you the most uncomfortable because that's how you know it's the right side. That's what I always say. And Green Bay is the right side, plus four and a half. And a nobody taking game. Green Bay feels good about it. I know. I like that,
0: too. But it's the right I side. I can't wait till. well, it's not the Sunday Night Football game. I that's just want to see, I I is see all those Cowboys I always clubs. say,
2: yeah, I, just always, I always say to my friends. You can always ask my teammates. I always say I like to put myself in situations that are uncomfortable. That's my favorite thing. That's, that's my favorite say. That's how you know
1: it's the right bet. I think know. so, too. Green Bay plus four Just and thought, a half. You're taking the Cowboys, right. right? Yeah, I Sprinkle took that money line, too. Plus 180.
2: I did. I took a minus four and a half. It moved down. I thought uh, maybe I would hop on Green Bay, maybe plus six and a half, plus seven, sort of middle, but it hasn't been there for me. It's That'll actually be, yeah. moved the other way. Uh, all the football's telling me I need to take Dallas. That's it. That's all the football is. Like This matchup, Brian said, and I think it's 100% correct. I mean, you've got one of the most stifling defenses in the NFL against an offense that can't even score against the Detroit Lions. Micah Parsons is going to be on that ass. Yeah. Trayvon Diggs is going to be on that ass. I don't know what receiver he's going to be on, but probably all of them simultaneously because they don't even know what routes to run. Aaron Jones, I bet he plays, but he is injured already. Yeah. Offensive line, major issues. Rashawn Gary, like you said, out for the year. Who's stopping Dak Prescott getting busy? I think the Dak uh, is going to be able to get the ball to his favorite weapon, which is Tony Pollard. I think Tony Pollard eats. Zeke's been playing better, even though he's been sort of not necessarily as involved in the offense. Everything about the football tells me I have to take Dallas. Yeah. The spot tells me that it's Green Bay in a desperation moment at home at Lambeau. Suck, though. And I just can't do it. Everything that I've seen from Green Bay... Gives me Tampa Bay
0: Buccaneers spot. Tampa Bay may be better because like Green Bay's get right spot was last week against the worst defense in the league and they scored no, yeah, no touchdowns, nine, yeah, nine, nine points. points. Yeah. Uh, we get the Cardinals and the Rams. I don't know how to break this down because I really like the Rams in this spot because McVay's eleven and one against that idiot Cliff. Yeah. Um, but now we don't know if Kyler's playing. We yep. don't know Stafford. if Matthew Stafford's <laughs> playing. So I don't know how to break this down. I have I, here. I, I'm probably gonna bet the Rams even if it's Just even blind. if it's Kyler going against uh, no Matthew Stafford. I don't care. I really don't because I like
2: how we just say no, no, Matthew Stafford, because we're not even sure who it's gonna be. That's how bad the
1: quarterback situation is there. It
0: doesn't really matter for me. I mean, honestly, I I just eleven and one against Cliff Kingsbury. That's the thing,
1: man. When McVeigh owns people, he owns them. And when he struggles against them like Shanahan, he struggles. So if we get a three and a half, if it bumps back up to three and a half, I might take the Cardinals because I think it's a field goal game, but I really don't like the game.
0: And it uh, is John Wolford still the backup. He's won games. Remember they actually benched Jared Goff a couple of years ago, his last year with the Rams, and they started Wolford, and then he got hurt and they had to bring Goff back in that playoff game. So we've like McVay trusts him. He's been with the team for what, three, four years now. Mm-hmm. But uh and then they have um I think they have Bryce Perkins on the team too, maybe. They have one of the Baylor quarterbacks at third string, but I don't know. I didn't think we were gonna see any of these guys with Stafford. It could be uh, it or yeah, it could be a mess in this game. I have nothing on this one until we find out who Me the hell's either. playing. It's a three point spread though. Arizona's up to three.
1: I feel and like I love I taking I love taking teams off home losses too. Going on the road, Arizona lost to Seattle last week. Now they go on the road and psychologically, where are the Rams at after that Bucks loss? Super, Bowl you win the Super Bowl now. You come back. You're not having the year anywhere you thought you were. Cam Akers, is he going to get traded? Is he not? Stafford's injury, the O line stinks. I don't know. This is just not Let's a good game. To it. Let's move I on. Let's move on. I don't to... like it. This week kind of stinks. Like the matchup, I was looking most forward to,
0: big rivalry game, Cowboys Packers. So many historical great moments going back to man the, the when the NFL was first born. And I mean, the Ice Bowl. This game sucks because the Packers unfortunately are a three and sixteen. But the only game I'm looking forward to really is Chargers Niners. Other than Seahawks uh buccaneers but the problem here is man the chargers are beat to hell no mike williams no keenan allen uh what are you guys doing in this game i feel like we're gonna probably be going against each other because i do have a play here pretty big too
1: yeah you guys know my lock of the weeks the chargers plus seven i love them in this spot shanahan stinks as a home favorite 8 17 and one against the spread i think there's something to that he thrives on the underdog role at home at, at home but when he's a favorite Teams don't play well. I think everybody just loves San Francisco coming off the bye. McCaffrey threw for a touchdown, ran for one, caught one. Debo's back. Kittle's playing, and I just think a lot of people are down on the Chargers because they're still so banged up. Nobody likes Brandon Staley. Hate Lombardi. I love Herbert though. Getting plus seven. If I'm getting the better, if I'm getting the clearly better quarterback, and I'm getting seven points, like the Chargers, if they won this game, would not shock anybody. No, at all. Wouldn't shock anybody. So I love them plus seven. I also like them plus two forty. I think they win this game outright. Trista, what are you doing here?
2: I I can't do that. I just can't. I like Herbert, but he's not been very good. The offensive line is trash. Yeah. They just can't get any push. Austin Eckler is doing his very best, but he doesn't have a lot of other people to help him out. You know, like you said, too many injuries. Defense has been. Not very good. J.C. Uh, Jackson out for the year. So their defense has has been very underwhelming compared to what we thought. Yeah. And listen, like, I just think that the Niners are rolling. I, if I had to do anything and I haven't played this game, I would take the under 45 and a half, but I do lean the Niners.
0: I like what you said because you said Justin Herbert hasn't been very good. And every time I watch ESPN or the NFL Network, all they're talking about is how great Herbert's been because they've won four or five games. But check this out. Like, it's still, it's not Justin Herbert. I mean, it is a little bit, and it's not only just the injuries, it's Joe Lombardi is not a National Football League play caller. You could say what you want about Staley, and I mean, it's all true because he's this defensive minded head coach, and the defense is actually regressed. The defense was better under Lynn, which is crazy, man. Like, 46% of drives have graded successful against the Chargers. They're getting no pressure on the quarterback, so I think Jimmy G could even make some plays here. and you know, they struggle against the run and we know what San Francisco is going to want to do. And the other scary thing is, I know that the trends tell you that, you know, Shanahan sucks as a touchdown favorite, but think of it like this. And I know the numbers aren't great. The trends aren't great off a bye, but I really don't care because this is a little bit different of a bye week. You had Christian McCaffrey the last time we saw him in his second game with the 49ers, ran, caught, and threw for a touchdown. Now you have a full bye week where he's now fully caught up with that playbook. And also, like Herbert, you said this. Week six, since week six, out of 34 qualified quarterbacks, he's 29th in EPA and That's completion crazy. percentage. Mm. There's five quarterbacks that are worse. He's averaging 5.6 air yards per pass attempt. Who has a bigger arm than him in the league other than Josh Allen and yeah. Patrick Mahomes? No, Morris? no one. That's the third Logos in the league. And it just doesn't make any sense that they won't let him push the ball down the field. And I get you don't have you said like this
2: preseason too. Yeah,
0: you don't have wide receivers that create any separation right now with these injuries. Josh but Palmer. I don't want to hear about like Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen is more of a possession receiver. He's right. not the yeah. burner. It's no. only Mike Williams. So get other guys involved, man. I mean, you spent all this money with this team. Everybody was hyping them up. The defensive side of the ball, JC Jackson, even before the injury stunk. Yeah, he, he was did. not Got good. benched. He was yeah, he was one of the worst <laughs> graded defensive backs. Yeah. So I actually like San Fran in this spot, and they're getting a little bit healthier on the defensive side of the ball. We know they could get after the quarterback. We know they could stop the run. The Chargers 29th this year in scheduled adjusted run efficiency. They can't run the ball, and they have Austin Eckler. Get him the football. And then the other thing is, Austin Eckler, he's like 11th in the league this year in targets. He's a running back, and San Francisco has linebackers that could actually cover running backs. So I think San Francisco wins this game, but like you said, won't be shocked if they don't and don't cover the number, but had to play them coming in this spot.